Yes, people, welcome again to The Point with me, David. Um, this one this week, oof, gonna go in a little bit again. Sure. What a madness, what a madness. So this whole Ukraine, Russia, it's, 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 it's crazy. It's crazy how, now I'm not talking about the war, you know. That's, that's something else. I'm just talking about how it's perceived, how media is perceiving it. But what do we, as, what, does the, what is the church saying? How is the church responding? What is the church about when it comes to this? Because these things can't go. Certain things can't go and we don't, and we don't say nothing and we don't call it out. So this episode is called a foreign thing. Yeah, it's a foreign thing this week. This one is a foreign thing. And here why. I'm going to share, first let me just share a few scriptures. And the, first, and the scriptures are coming from Leviticus and Deuteronomy. Now I know people, like how much people like to skip over the Leviticus and Deuteronomy. It's like it's long, it's this, it's too legalistic. There's beer laws, there's rare tech. Listen, just stick with it. Yeah, there's gems. The whole Bible's gem is, is, is just full of jewels. But, but hear what we can learn, yeah? This is what it says in Leviticus 19.34. Treat them, talking about the foreigner, like native-born Israelites and love them as you love yourself. Remember that you were once foreigners living in the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. Now in Deuteronomy, this is kind of like Moses' farewell speech to the children of Israel. And he repeats certain things that was already said in Numbers and in Leviticus. But hear what it says. To in, in two, two, two um, scriptures so Deuteronomy chapter 10 verse 19 says show your love for the alien for you are aliens in the land of Egypt alien just meaning foreigners Deuteronomy 27 19 cursed is anyone who withholds justice from the foreigner the fatherless or the widow then all the people shall say amen now, let, let's get one thing clear. This is not just a couple of books in the Bible we're talking about where it mentions how you to treat foreigners, how you to treat people from a different part of the world. Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Zechariah, they all talk about how we deal with foreigners correctly, how we deal with people. Now, you know what's got me vexed? You know what's got me mad? Is the way in how the media and how journalists are reporting and not just Ukrainians, but on the Africans there, some of the Indians that are there, and some of the other ethnic groups that are there as well. Shocking. It's been vexing me. The first thing we see, and then when you clock the play, I've seen the trajectory, you know. The, the trajectory has gone like this. It's reporting about people cannot believe that Putin is actually invaded Ukraine. How is it that one, okay, technically Russia isn't a part of the EU, it's not a part of Europe, but it, you get me? But how is it that a white European country can invade another white European country? Journalists have been losing the plot over it. They've been, they've been so blatant in how is it that people are being invaded and they look like us they've been 
how is this happening? It's like people can't compute. It's like they're going into overload. Like, it's like someone's pressed the, the, the control alt delete and the computer's just gone on a madness. Like people are not able to realize, whoa, we're not used to seeing people look like us running and being devastated. We're not seeing war on this scale since, since when? And so just the way and how it's being reported, it's like people are, are just, I just, I just literally lost their mind. And then when they're reporting, like they're talking that people who look like us are having to experience this, that's the first thing. And these are trained professional journalists we're talking here. We're not just talking random people, we're talking people who, when they come in front of a camera, they've been trained in how to conduct themselves. And you can see they've lost their composure altogether. And the one that's absolutely sealed it is when they've said, these are not like Syrian refugees, they're like, Christian, they're European. What? Is this how we're really gonna think? We're gonna let that slide. And I don't, I'm not even here, churches or, or certain other Christians condemn that. That we're gonna allow people to talk like that. On our behalf, and we're not gonna turn around and say, what, what, what do you mean? We're only meant to help Christians. We're only meant to help white Christians and that. So if someone doesn't agree with us, we're not meant to help. Like, did you not? Remember what I just read from, from, from Deuteronomy? That regardless of whether they're born there or not, you treat them as you would do the same way. And then this is where it, it carries on again. Then, then we see when people are fleeing, all of a sudden, Africans, and some of the Indians, they can't leave Ukraine. They can't go to Poland. But then here, what I'm hearing, some justification is, oh, only women and children allowed because all the men in Ukraine have been told to stay. But yeah, they're Ukrainians. But we can see how many African women have been trying to leave. And we see the reporting and how people are trying to justify the fact is, well, they've got to take care of their own first. This is the toxic, wicked, demonic, nastiness that we're hearing and people are just revealing themselves for who they really are then then we get on to us here in the uk when we talk about immigration now we start hearing and and and, and my, my, my daughter got me involved in in tiktok last couple couple weeks and i posted a video on tiktok and it went crazy and it was on question time it was my reaction just i don't say nothing but i look at how one um member in the audience speaks about should we change the term refugee because it comes across as dehumanizing <laughs> i couldn't you can't make this up the timing that we want to start talking about terminology of the word refugee because when we use that word refugee automatically we think people fleeing from the Middle East from perhaps African countries developing countries if you will but the fact that this guy was saying maybe we can't use this same term that we've used for these other people because we seem to use that for people who they don't seem to have it all together. Like they're not a developed nation. And, and when we use that term, it's dehumanizing, but we're talking about Ukrainians here. We're talking about other white Europeans. Maybe we need to find another word. 
Like you can't get so blatantly ignorant and so blatantly, I don't know, this, this is to me, this is what it has to be. It has to be, it's, it's demonic as well. It's when Paul talks about, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers like people aren't even realizing some of the things that they're talking about and what they're saying and what they're conveying and how they're feeling. It's not just a sense of just a, just a simple racial hatred, but this is demonic at, at, at the core that we're now talking about. We can't use the same word that we would associate with other people groups. Now, because it's happening to people that look like or the white Europeans, you have to change up the whole thing. And then the word itself, it's a, it was a French term for French people that were fleeing persecution in France, refugee. <laughs> it's funny how language changes and funny how we only want to associate certain language to people who don't look like us to make us feel better. Uh, maybe they're not as quite equal, they're not quite human. But then this is where it gets even more interesting. Now we start looking at, oh, now we need to open up our borders. <laughs> Hold on a minute. So part of Brexit was one of the main arguments from the Brexit camp was we need to take control of our borders. We're getting overrun. We need to be able to manage because being a part of the EU, any and anybody can come. This was the, the, the so-called justified argument. And if we remember the slogan, especially with Farage and, and certain people, so we know the main arguments was NHS, control of our borders and control of our economy and all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not talking about who's on leave and who's on stay. We're just talking about the fact that how critical and how crucial the argument about immigration was at that time and we were talking about at least we can take control of our borders now all of a sudden and then we had the issue with the syrians refugees trying to come over people were calling them cockroaches saying that ah oh, we're talking about them dead in the like there was a report on the bbc where it showed you people dead the largest deaths from crossing the english channel and it was like we was reporting it like it was nothing and then last summer, the whole Af the whole Afghanistan palaver, where we were trying to resettle Afghanis that helped the British government fighting against Al Qaeda, and because they were pulling out, it was like you know what? If we leave them, it's gonna they're gonna get killed. They're gonna so we need to. We seen how that played out in the summer. All of a sudden, we've only housed how many, and then that's been a that's been a catastrophe, and there's no talk. The moment now we're talking about Ukrainians who are fleeing, and I'm all for that, but let's 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 keep it real. Let's keep it real. There is clear bias. And now the fact is we are talking about wanting to open up our borders freely to allow them to come here. And I'm for that. But why we were why weren't we for the Syrian? Why was there debate for Syrian refugees? Why is there debate from people from certain other parts of the world? that aren't white and aren't European, that we have to have a discussion of whether or not are we able to take them in. We, uh, uh, we already do a lot for humanitarian aid. We already give a lot. We don't, but the, we're not talking about that. We're talking about how it's a disgrace that we haven't done this quick enough for, for Ukrainians. And it's very interesting that when we look at the narrative, when we look at the rhetoric behind this, it's clearly biased. Now, we all know the phrase, real, real recognize real. Oppressed, recognize oppressed. Black people in particular, other ethnic 
um, groups in particular recognize when we're not we, we we see when things aren't right and we, we're able to tell it because from our own experience and people don't want to listen to that maybe they don't want to sit in in that sense of guilt whatever it is but we can call it out for what it is and what we see in regards to this madness happening with russia and ukraine even in the midst of war people have time energy and the gore to still show racial racism bias ignorance people will still justify well, well why are they asking why are africans there in ukraine in the first place it's, why would they be why are we even asking that question they're in a country they're in a war-torn country they need to come out as well as everyone else so why is that an issue and, and, and why now do we need to all of a sudden change the rules when we're talking about our borders and immigration because now people that look like white europeans they need to be they need to be fast-tracked we weren't doing that for afghanistan we weren't doing that for syria we weren't doing that for libya and then we've we've got our own issue with the winrush scandal and i don't even want to talk about that because i end up shouting up in this place the same home secretary who's trying to put forward the 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 borders bill all of a sudden we're, we're, we're talking about yeah we need to get you i don't want to hear it the scripture makes it clear that i've read the free scriptures and, and when you look closely at the prophets as well the same thing remember that you were in egypt yourself remember where you're coming from so don't treat people the same way that you was treated and that's why we can say oppressed recognize oppressed i don't know what's going on I don't know why the church is being silent and, and, and as much as I'm seeing all these prayers for Ukraine and all this and all that stuff, I'm, I get that. But I don't, I, don't, I don't remember seeing that same level of energy. I don't remember this widespread when he was talking about Syria and Afghanistan. I don't remember it. I don't see it. And I have to call it out and we have to be honest. And so if we're really going to be church, let's be real with it. Let's be real when we're talking about who we're loving and who we're saying has to be treated equal. Who do we really mean by that? Rant over. Finishing there. But it's important. Remember the scripture. Treat the foreigner as native Israelites. Love them and treat them proper. As you would remember where you were coming from. And that's something for us to take note. So peace, blessings, take care. And I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to this content. If you liked it, please don't forget to like, subscribe and make a comment down below. Or even more so, check out our website www.affinityextra.com for more information.